Hey, Jamesy, rock it, man. I know you will. Do, do, do. Yeah. Oh, cool. You know what that sound means. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Something kind of went wrong, but I think we're on track now. It's time for... Uh, hey, R Randell, could you uh, put the effect on my, my Did you voice? Say Randell? Yeah, he's the one doing. He's the one doing the the board today. I didn't get his name. Yeah, well, I, you I'll don't take the time to meet <laughs> the the folks in the studio who are twiddling the knobs for us. I I would like to. It's not that I have disdain for them. To you. Yeah, it's not that his I have. His name is Randell. All right, Randell, you? could you put that effect on my voice, please? Unspoken. <laughs> Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Episode 20, Untitled. Hey, we're welcomed. Uh, are you with us, Mike? <laughs> I'm here. Okay, good. Hey, we have two great guests today. Did you know that? I, ha I told you, I haven't spoken to anyone since I came in. I rushed in here. I was eating... Uh, yeah, you have one of those Mr. Delivery uh, plastic bags, and you have... I had a bunch of deliveries to do before I even got here. You have a Mr. Delivery bag, and you have a uh, CampusEats.com bag, and you have a college lunch delivery bag. So, here's the thing. What happened? I've been driving for these companies. You're working for these people. Yeah, and I'm also doing Uber and Lyft. So... I'm trying to balance between getting orders. Wait, you're delivering food and people at the same time? Yeah, so I'm trying to be selective about which Uber and Lyft rides I take. Okay. So I can deliver the people near, you know, in proximity to where I need to take the food without the food getting cold. And I had this show, so these three meals are with me until we have a break, and then I can run out and deliver them. Hopefully, I can do that quickly. Do you ever get any clients that you can double up on? Like they need a ride and they need some food. They don't want to wait till they get home to order the food. Yeah, so sometimes I'll pick there. up an Uber client and uh, they'll tell me they're hungry. I'll have them call uh, campusfoodelivery.com yeah. and then I'll get a ping on my phone that's the order that they made. I'll drive to the place that they've ordered it from. We'll go to Big Wheel Pizza. Wheel Pizza. Wheel Big Pizza? It's yeah. wheel, wheel, wheel Big Slices? <laughs> yeah. And then I... I Double park the car, put the hazards on, run inside, get their slices, come back out, hand deliver it to them. Okay. Uh, take their money for it, and then drive them on to wherever they wanted to go. And so then I get paid. So it's usually out of the way, right? So I get paid for picking them up for mm -hmm. Uber. The ride is longer than usual because I went out of the way to get to the restaurant. And then I get paid again because I picked up their food for them curbside. It's a pretty good deal for me. That is a me. good deal, yeah. Yeah. Do you get good ratings from your clients? Always. I'm very sweet to them, and I play good music. Mostly I play unspoken requests in the car, <laughs> and they really like it. But I don't talk, so they don't know it's me. Oh, sure. I don't say anything. Well, you got that voice modulator when you're on the air this, <laughs> in this show, so yeah. they don't know the difference. Yeah. If you guys heard what he sounds like in real life... Oh, boy. Hey, this week we're welcomed... Why am I saying we're welcomed... <laughs> We're welcomed by. We're not welcomed by them. We are honored to have our guests. Uh, is it okay to say your names on the radio? You can no. say mine. No. Uh, we are with David J. Woodruff and 
An unnamed second guest. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. What's up? You could say my name. Just, just use your voice modulator. Yeah, yeah. Crank, crank that up. Kristen Londergan. Oh, wait, did I say your name right? Yeah, Londergan. That's perfect. Londrican. Kristen told me that she spoke to her dad earlier, and he said that she shouldn't say her name on the air. It's <laughs> a good idea. That's true. Was he uh, was he being silly or was he like for real? Don't do it. I think he was being silly, but <laughs> <laughs> hard to say. But he didn't really. There was like, yeah, yeah. there was no obvious uh, answer to that. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, thank, thank you. Thanks oh, a wow. lot for being here. Wow. Yeah. The studio is a lot bigger than I expected. <laughs> Thanks for picking us you up in your Uber. Oh, Mike. no problem. Yeah. And are you guys hungry or did you get enough um, to eat I'm on full. the way? Okay, Thanks. good. Yeah. Mike sometimes keeps a uh, six-foot party sub in his in his trunk because that's the easiest thing to do with his campus delivery gig. And he'll like try to steer them towards, you want to eat something like maybe healthy and fresh? And he'll just like, <laughs> and then he goes in the trunk and he takes his like machete or whatever and cuts off uh, six inches of his party sub puts it's in a bag and gives it to the client it's horrifying yeah yeah i've, I've probably told all of you this story um, multiple times and i've probably even told it on this show twice or more um but back in the glory days of my youth uh when i was a teen my friends and i were hanging out at taco bell you guys know these restaurants yes um with the uh, little, uh, they got the little uh, chihuahua. The dog, yeah. yeah. And he's like, run for the border, man. That dog. <laughs> oh. You know what I'm talking about? It sounded like uh, Stimpy or Rin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know the dog. I was there with my friends in high school at a Taco Bell restaurant. And I went and asked if I could speak to the manager. And the little other teenager <laughs> that was working there rolled his eyes and was like, fine. And he went and got the manager. And the manager came out and humored me, and I said, Hey, man, I don't know what your relationship to corporate Taco Bell is like, but I've got a million-dollar idea for you. And he's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, You know how Subway has the six-foot party sub, and they're, they're gangbusters. Everyone's got one. Every party you go to, there's a six-foot party sub. Yeah. I said, Why don't you guys make a six-foot party taco? Well, it'd be huge. Foot, it would, it would have be to huge. Be, it have to be about as tall as this wide. It'd and that's like what he said. And I said, no, no, no. You got to think outside the bun, brother. What you got to do, <laughs> you have perforated. You have like, you know, they've got the hard corn tortilla shell. Sure. You just have it like a dragon's back. Like it's humped, right? <laughs> and uh, But okay. it's perforated so you can just snap off a taco. Oh, yeah. When you're yeah, ready to have one. That is not a bad idea. <laughs> Thanks. He, they never, They. Ne- I don't know if he got word up to the Pepsi or whoever owns Taco Bell at well, the time. but Maybe they, the owners of Pepsi and Taco Bell are listening to this right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can only assume <laughs> that they are. They did have the, uh, you know, the, the 15 or 10 or 15 or whatever uh, taco trays or whatever. They probably just compromised and did that. Did they? You know, it's like a, it's like a box. Like a Crave case. Like a Crave case, yeah. Like I would love to see a six-foot-long taco. I'd love to see that. When I was a kid, we used to... Um, at church camp, one of the activities we would do frequently is, um, I don't know how long it was, but it was like a mile-long banana split. And it was this big trough full of ice cream and bananas and like chocolate and strawberry syrup. Don't tell me me and Mike are the only ones who went to church camp in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I went to vacation Bible school. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Pretty good. Yeah. You never did a long uh, banana split? I 
don't recall. Well, I did. I know about eating ice cream in troughs, but I don't know about a long <laughs> banana split. <laughs> it was pretty gross, actually. What do you? Sh- oh, Jared's got a picture of one here. World's longest taco, but it's just <laughs> a bunch of tacos <laughs> end to end. Like, oh, like that's tortillas. not what I want to see. They're not connected. Hey, you can't snap them off. It doesn't count. Speaking of tacos, I was uh, I was being a little persnickety recently about. We're in Bloomington, and I don't want to badmouth anyone locally. Uh, but uh, I was just being a little bit like, ah, none of the Mexican food in this town is good enough for me, is what I was saying. What, you don't like Social? I haven't been there yet. I haven't been there I haven't either. tried it. You guys? No. We uh, no, go mostly ahead. go to Pili's Party Taco. Okay, so I've heard it's great, and I have not tried it yet, actually. I'm not much of a truck eater usually, but I do really oh, want to yeah. try a Peely's. Do you go there or you just eat it when it's around? <coughs> no, we go, go to, to find the truck. Oh, interesting. Like for dinner. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, Jess, my wife, thought it said Phil's. So we, in our family, we call it Phil's Party Taco. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> just yeah. because she misread it. But I was talking to Addison, who was on the show last time. Uh, and I was just saying, I feel like I not getting what I want out of the Mexican food locally. And he's like, dude, you gotta go to La Bonita. And I was like, I've been there once a long time ago, and I don't know. I don't think I was crazy about it. And he was like, go back. Mm. Do it. Which one's La Bonita? It's the one on the north side behind Steak and Shake. By Vibe. By Vibe. Oh, that one is very good. I went there today for lunch, Yeah. and it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. What's the inside like? Is it? It's a half different half I mean, grocery store. Before. Oh yeah. Is it? No, like it's the it same. Okay. There's a little bit more seating than the last time I went in there, but uh, it was great. Yeah. It was it was just what I wanted. It was what I was after. Let's go there after the show. Okay, great. Beautiful mar- murals. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Morals. Morals. <laughs> they do. <laughs> high standards over Very there. High standards. <laughs> They're real conservative. Yeah, I don't know they if that's have true. like a good. Uh, Taco, like a good cheap, buy like two, three tacos for like five bucks. The special was Lengua tacos today. I had a burrito, mm. but I was tempted to get the Lengua taco. I forget what Lengua is. That's a tongue. That's a beef tongue. Oh, Whoa. yes. Mm-hmm. I had one of those um, with our mutual friend Mike B one time at Darko Taco. He convinced me to get a Lengua taco. What and, is Darko uh, taco? It's a truck. It was one of the early adopters uh, oh, of food trucking I in Bloomington. I remember that now, yes. And it was good, actually. Uh, and I ate it, and it tasted good, but it was a little gross to look at. Mm. And I knew that it was tasting me back, which was weird. <laughs> uh, it was kind of like, the meat was like grayish purple, and you could see the little taste buds on it. Mm. It looked, it was totally well made. It didn't look uh, dangerous or anything like that, but it was just a little bit like tongue meat. Ugh. Yeah. Some people love it, though. It's a meat that... Pretty visible on a day-to-day <laughs> basis. <laughs> that's what I was. I forget who I was talking to about this, but I, that's what I said. Maybe it was. Or I forget who it was, but I was saying, yeah, you you see the tongue often, and it's you know what it is, you know what it does, and what it can do. <laughs> Imagine a cow doing its thing. That all that cud, that tongue has been soaked in cud. French kissing the other cows. That's why it's <laughs> so delicious. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's been marinating. Yeah. <laughs> For a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
Any other cool new restaurants around town, guys? <laughs> I did see uh, last evening I drove by uh, Social Cafe. Is that how you say it? Social? No idea. Oh, the Social Cantina? Social Cantina. Yeah. Yes, the Social Cantina. <laughs> the Social Cafe. I, I, I didn't I remember what it said. So it's some combination of Social, Social, Cafe, Cantina. So-so. <laughs> so-so. I drove by last night after the sun had gone down and the moon had come up. Uh, and it looked cool, like it looked like a like a hot hot new spot. Hot spot. Yeah, it really did. I hear they have many tequilas. Oh, like tequila on tap. Whoa! Didn't your parents go there? They did. The re- their review drinkers. was uh, fine. Small tacos. Yeah, kind of pricey. Mm. They recently were traveling in Vancouver and posted a picture. David's parents, yeah, who are wonderful, posted a picture of themselves at an Irish pub, drinking root beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Straight edge for life. Mm-hmm. Ace has been real into root beer lately, so I've been letting him try all kinds of different root beers. Nice. Yeah. You go. You go to one of these places where they give you the little wooden plank with the five different root beers to sample. <laughs> a flight of root beers. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I would though. That sounds that sounds like something I'd enjoy. That's probably the next hot thing coming to Bloomington. Yeah. Because yeah, there's lots beers. brewing right now. Lots of root beer? Lots of root beer <laughs> brewing right now. <laughs> I mean just generally it seems like there's a new uh slew of hot spots. Yeah, what are you thinking of? Uh well there's like the cantina. Uh-huh. And there's then the there's that alchemy place. What? There's that alchemy place. Oh yeah, I haven't been there yet alchemy. either. Switch line, uh, switchboard, switch yard, switch yard, switchboard, switchboard, switchfoot. Is that the cider place? Or no, just the park. There's a cider no. place. Oh there's no, there's a new the, cider it's place? A, it, well, it's in old Jake's, the old Jake's location. Switch yard is in Jake's. Oh yeah. Friendly Beasts Cider Works, <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it is, uh, by Kroger. By Harry Potter. Yeah, we walked by there on the Beeline one night, and I've heard that yeah. it's good, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. This is a really cool segment where we name yeah. places that we've not been to. I like it. This is what people want to hear. I know someone that's been to these restaurants. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. That'll get All us right. a long way. And run. that wraps up. Uh, Randall, could you uh, bump up the uh, local restaurant wrap-up report? All right. Wrap-up report. I, like, I really like yeah. that. Let's, we'll have to remember that one. Speaking of wraps, I've never been to Roly Poly. <laughs> I've been there once, like t- f- ten years ago. Okay. Yeah. And that wraps it up. <laughs> okay, let's name all the places in town that we think are fronts. Jalapeno cornbread. Money laundering fronts. <laughs> Money laundering fronts. Well, there's the Quasar Rug place. Oh, they don't rug sell front. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's rug a front. rug front. <laughs> That's definitely. That costume store is no longer there. The one that was yeah, by, yeah. Uh, the yeah. futon, American futon, American yeah. futon, American <laughs> and swords. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What other fronts do we have? <laughs> Allegedly, yeah, of course. Are there uh, any over on the west side? Oh, I'm sure there's lots. Oh, well, there's the uh, Great Taste uh, Buffet. Mm. That's got to be one because. I think I've never been, but you said it's not a great taste. It's not a great it's like taste. It's just an okay yeah. taste. It's a fine. It's a. F- it's fine taste. barely okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it might taste. not even be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm bad mouthing local joints. <laughs> they were my neighbors for a while. I won't tell that story. But oh yeah, don't tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> tell that one in private. 
off the air. Not not on this late night. You don't want to hear that rough story late at night. When driving around Bloomington. It's one it's one thirty AM. Mm-hmm. You're probably listening to this while you're trying to fall asleep or hard at work at the local pretzel factory. No matter what you're doing, <laughs> we're here for you. Give us a call. Yes, please. Kristen. That, that number yep. is star yep. 69. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell us about what you do in this town? What do I do in this town? Um, lots of random things. I work from home and rub oil on people as well as give them herbs to take. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen's a front. Yeah, that's I, such I a front, front to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys discovered me. I knew this was where this discussion was headed, Jared. You've been outed. Uh, oh boy. But yeah, I've been like studying herbalism lately and hanging out in gardens a lot. Um, I often try to make David do the things that I have for homework with me. And like a guinea pig? Like a guinea pig, mm-hmm. because I am a guinea pig oh, on myself. Nice. So I try to coerce him to do it too. Like but what? Well, I was <laughs> he hasn't even noticed. <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't even know. I'm slowly poisoning him. <laughs> Very slowly. Yeah, so when he's about takes like away your memories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did put some cream on my face from an unlabeled jar today. David. Nice. <laughs> Most of my jars are unlabeled. David did ask me what. Which oil can I put on my face? I dried it out real bad in the shower. Oh, yeah. That'll get you. Dryness. Dry skin. Three-hour shower. Do you use that lava soap? Yeah. Three hours of <laughs> lava soap. I use the <laughs> orange pumice. Yeah. <laughs> Hard and dry pumice. Uh, I'm trying to think of something I've had. One of the things we did recently was to smoke an herb called mullen. Whoa. Uh, which has kind of a sedating effect. But as part of class, we walked outside and my teacher rolled a joint of mullen and we Whoa. smoked it as a class. Wow. <laughs> where, where are you taking the taking uh, It's downtown classes. at the Indiana Herbal Center, okay. which is right next to Sunrise Hive, a mecca of witches yeah. and witchcraft happening right downtown in Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what Sunrise Hive is, okay. but... I was just, so the last episode of the show that we did was in the van with Addison and Naomi. And we met at Soma before we got in the van. And Naomi grabbed a flyer and just like 25 minutes ago, no, how long has the show been on? A half hour ago, I was gathering up some of this equipment out of the van and saw a Sunrise Hive flyer in my van that's been in there for now two weeks or more (laughs) that I hadn't noticed, but... There's so many circles. That's yeah. Is that Dawn? That's Dawn. Oh, okay. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's her spot. Cool. And then there's she's got a, a team of, you know, the hive ladies that take care of it and cool. kind of run little events there. Um, they're a very cool crew. Yeah. I, yeah. Highly I recommend just, uh, all those folks. Figured out recently, uh, Sunrise is Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a long time. To, <laughs> oh. a long time to get that. I get it now. Yeah. I never got that either. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hive, tricky. Back to the local restaurant roundup. There's a new <laughs> restaurant called the Hive. <laughs> I actually uh, ran into David and Kristen there one time. Huh? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. So we have been there. Yes. We can, we can <laughs> each <laughs> confirm <laughs> that the other one has been there. It always comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I did bring, uh, David bought me a new tarot deck. Oh. And I brought it with me. Really? Yes, I did. Okay. So 
Does we that can, mean... We can use them. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can we save it? Um, oh, totally. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. If there's time. So stick around and we'll oh, find out which of us is going to die time. first. <laughs> A lot uh, of restaurants I only about. asked if we could yeah. put it off because I have more questions for you. Oh sure. Uh, do you have much of a green thumb? You know, usually? I'm just kind of learning to have a green thumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did not grow up with a green thumb. I was kind of an indoor kid. I had a lot of allergies. Okay. Um, so I really did like nothing out in the yard as a kid, and it was like we just had like a lawn and like flowers. Mm-hmm. But now our yard, we're grown food. David planted many squashes in our yard. Um, <laughs> You want to tell them about your squash bonanza? Oh, they know about my gourds. They know about your gourds? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, uh, you were supposed to plant them eight feet apart. Oh, yeah. I did recently <laughs> learn that I I planted the mounds eight inches apart instead of feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, got kind of a jungle. Yeah, nice. Uh, I bet you're going to have an awesome Halloween porch oh, this year. <laughs> you know it. There's, what, there's like two monster gourds that you... Uh, planted? Well, I planted a package of seeds that were labeled monster gourds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David's growing mostly non-food items. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just decoration. Decorative plants. Strange garbage. It's no. almost pretty soon it'll be decorative gourd season. You're going to have oh to become gosh. one of these guys that like dries them out and turns them into like little airplanes and oh stuff yeah. and sell them at the farmer's <laughs> market. Little googly eyes on them. Yep, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That will go really well with your, uh, you know, your what was, what's the bike where you sit? Oh, your recumbent, my your recumbent, recumbent bike. <laughs> We've talked about my transformation into a true Bloomington, Bloomington yeah. middle-aged person. How many recumbent <laughs> bikes are in your, your uh, neighborhood? Uh, as it turns out, a lot. Have a I lot. told you this story? <laughs> I've heard it. Yeah, I've I've heard I've yeah. heard some of this, yeah. but our, our listeners haven't. So yeah, but our listeners might own the recumbent bikes. That's true. We don't yes. I put my foot in my mouth, making fun of my I neighbor. Heard. Uh, just joking about recumbent bikes before finding out that he owns about eleven of them. <laughs> <laughs> but he has like a very special bike that he was riding up and down the street. Yeah, he has an elliptical bike, which looks like. An elliptical, but it's you can move. I on would it. like to try that. Wow. I would like to try that out. Is it, like it seems like it would be very hard to balance. It's a little tricky. You tried it. I tried it. Oh, yeah. cool. How, what what's your top speed on that thing? I gotta think not very fast. <laughs> yeah. Probably a third of what a bike would go. Yeah, it seems inefficient. Though I like that about it. I like. <laughs> it's like a one of, like a like a useless machine, you know about the style. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> looking Being cool. a true Bloomingtonian. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing your uh, toe shoes. Uh, apparently it's really efficient, the recumbent. Mm. Slow, but energy efficient. You can yeah. have your hand-carved gourds <laughs> on the back of your recumbent. I could be carving my gourds. While you buy it. Right. No, you oh. got to get one of those, um, you know, those like baby trailer things with the, the tent. Yes. And you can fill it with gourds. Dried well, out gourds. Well, yeah, but I need to figure out what <laughs> animal is going to be with me at that at the time. Oh yeah, that's true. Birds are taking weasel, opossum. Oh, that could be good. The opossum guy. Yeah. <laughs> or opossum guy. What's the difference is between difference? an opossum? I don't think there's a difference. I looked this up recently. Oh, what do you know? You work at a library. Yeah. Uh, a youngster asked for uh, some books on. Uh, I don't know if he said opossums. I think he just, he just said possums. So I looked it up. Uh, it's, it's the same. Sometimes they're called possums. Sometimes <laughs> they're just called Is opossums. there an apostrophe? 
<laughs> if they're if they're from Ireland, yeah. Oh, okay. Otherwise, no. Irish possums. You know what I learned recently? Uh, I I took my baby with me to work for a few minutes, and uh, one of my coworkers is Irish, and he told me that when he was growing up in Ireland, back in the good old days, uh, in the olden times, they referred to the baby's pacifier as a dummy tit. Oh. Whoa! Inappropriate. Wow. You know that uh, makes a lot of sense. And now they just call it a dummy. I okay. So there's this comedian that I like on Twitter, and after I learned that he's Irish. Uh, I wrote to him and was like, hey, I just learned this today. Is it true? And then he responded, yeah, but now we just call it a dummy for short. So it's called a dummy, which I like. Mm-hmm. You're fooling that child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> that, that dumb child idiot. is a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kristen, how does how does one listening to this... Uh, is it a, Do you want people to know how to find you to get... Uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. Oils? Okay, <laughs> never mind. No, uh, if they want to, they can go on the interwebs. Um, my current website is Radiant Health Ayurveda, which they won't be able to spell. But if they learn, or if they figure it out, then I'll talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they're smart enough to <laughs> just smart go enough to see, out. Let me see if I can figure this and out. And if you're okay. a cop, I'm you have to tell her. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Uh, some dummy listening. I have think I've thought about changing that name so I don't have to spell it for everybody. Guess what I typed in? Radiant? Yeah. Health. That's all I typed in. Guess what word popped up? Ayurveda. Nice. I am the only Ayurvedic person in Bloomington. So if you type in Ayurveda in Bloomington, you find me. Straight to you. Which sometimes is not always good. But (laughs) (laughs) if I search for radiant health, (laughs) I spell Bloomington. On your search for radiant health. Uh Uh-huh. Radiant Health Bloomington, it pops yeah, right up. Yeah, I'll pop Great. up. There you are. There's also a spa in Florida called Radiant Health Ayurveda, I believe. Let's and get them. every once in a while, I get a call from Florida with somebody wanting to come see me. And You know, there's also a Woodruff and Sons in Florida. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a construction company. Wow. <laughs> Our alter egos. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a mirror image. Floridians. Yikes. I have a question about herbalism. Oh, sure. Uh, I haven't formed it well in my brain yet. <laughs> it's in there, like okay. rolling around like a marble. Uh, we've we've had herbs around f- as long as we've been around. Yeah, and we've been using them for stuff. Totally. And at some point, we sort of collectively migrated away from that, and now we use drugs. Um, how do you measure? With herbalism and herbs, tried and true and tested and, you know, as old as time. How do you measure efficacy mm. with that stuff? So Just personally. Personally, for me? Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, or in your practice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For for me or for people that I'm working with, it's, it's kind of just, you know, trial and error. It's like, okay, I think this one might be good for you. Take it for a couple weeks and see how you feel. Um... You know, I'm never going to give them anything. Everything I'm using is so gentle. It's not like they should have a crazy reaction or anything uh, to where I'm I'm worried about anybody taking it. Pharmaceuticals are so much more powerful uh, versus like somebody drinking a tea or taking a tincture, which is going to be really mild. The hardest thing probably is, you know, not interfering with pharmaceuticals. So if somebody is on pharmaceuticals, being very mindful of that. Um 
But for me over the years, it's been just taking them and like seeing how I feel uh, within class, you know, um, everybody takes them, you know, we have like a segment and it's like, okay, we're working on the respiratory system. Everybody's going to take Mullen for two weeks and everybody comes back and says, well, this is how Mullen made me feel. Um, and it is interesting. Some people have very different experiences where, you know, they absolutely hated it. And some people are like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, but yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> There's yeah, some, uh, some fans, onlookers. Uh, yeah, yeah fans. some it's fans. Like, yeah, it's like Good Morning America. Yeah. <laughs> Today show where you got the crowd They're holding outside. up signs. They're holding there. signs. It's St. John's Wart. Herbal <laughs> <laughs> fans. Um, but yeah, and really it's interesting. A lot of other countries like Germany and Japan use a lot more herbal medicine. And there is a lot more research there. Um, with, you know, efficacy of actual treatment of, you know, cancer or, or things like that. So um, the United States, though, is so heavily pharmaceutical that really isn't done here a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a, this could be my own prejudice, mm. but I also feel like it's a popular thing that there's a little bit of a stigma uh, to herbal medicine. Totally. Do you, you have to it's deal like with that a lot? Um, or confront it or... Or are you existing beneath it, kind of? Totally. I think yeah. I kind of exist beneath it yeah. and expect people to think I'm a weirdo <laughs> most of the time. So. She's got that spell check thing in the way. I, you know, if you can't fi- spell Ayurveda, then you can't find <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, if you can't point. spell it, <laughs> then you can't find me. And uh, that keeps me safe from people. Even people that, like, really are looking for something very medical, I tend to turn away. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like they've got to be on a an understanding that it's like hey we're going to be working most of the time with like lifestyle changes uh but nothing you know like super and it's often people that are <coughs> trying to avoid pharmaceuticals it's yeah. true mm-hmm. i get kind of uh western medicine's leftovers of like i've tried everything yeah and the you know i'm i'm tired of it um but there are i feel like you know unfortunately there are a lot of folks out there you know trying to sell like the one you know magical herb that's going to fix everything for you that are kind of beets yeah yeah uh, yeah, like superfoods and snake oils a (laughs) whole lot of magic pill crap out there that makes i think people doing this kind of approach to things seem like they're scheming but really it's like i i'm hoping to just tell people like you could go in your yard and pick out this plant and you have a stomach ache and use that rather than paying for you know peptobismol or whatever uh, Are you worried that doing a tarot reading might not uh, uh, be a strong segue for it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, be a convincing to step uh, right I'm into really, the I'm the not trying to convince anybody. Yeah. yeah, I'm only interested, I guess, in people that want to learn. It's like I, I think at this point, I'm not trying to convince anybody. Are of the three of you, and I'll include myself, I suppose, the four of us, are any of us sensitive to any particular foods? Like, or is there something that it's like, oh, uh, when I eat that, I feel bad, or when I eat that, it makes me feel this way? No. Is there anything? No. Jared says no. Corn chips. Corn chips. Destroy me. Really? Yes. Interesting. Like intestinal pain. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. David tries to keep me from eating them. <laughs> yeah. When we go to Mexican restaurants, uh-huh. so it's you can't really have hard. Those. And then I'm, I regret it, and I tell him, "Don't let me do that again." And then I do it again. David. What about you, David? 
you have any food sensitivities? Uh, actually, lately, I think dairy. Oh, okay. Oh, that dairy is a classic one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was just trying to think, like, when I think of uh, herbal treatment, I think of it in that way sometimes. Like, if you're sensitive to foods, it might be a similar experience, but it could be a positive or negative one. Mm-hmm. But uh, because I'm very sensitive to caffeine, uh, if I have too much caffeine, I can feel it and I know it. Oh, yeah. And that's from, you know, coffee or tea or whatever soda pop uh, but I don't have many other things like that where if I eat too much of something or if I have any of something that it like tears me up or affects mm-hmm. me otherwise at least not that I can recognize that's a big I mean that's the other big thing is just getting <coughs> people to kind of notice what feels good for them yeah because we don't really think about that a whole lot we just kind of do what we do or or do the things that don't necessarily make us feel good like people who drink tons of caffeine and they're just like well, this is how I feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just what my life feels yeah. like. Yeah. I normally feel like kind of an old grandma when people come and they're like, I'm really tired. I'm like, well, do, when do you go to bed? Like, are you drinking <laughs> right. lots of caffeine? How's your stress? And it's like, you know, they're looking for me to like hand them again something magical that will yeah. fix all this when I'm like, you need to go to bed earlier. <laughs> and then they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> Have some chamomile at 730. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe you should take a bath. I'm like, God. <laughs> Kristen sucks. <laughs> <laughs> told me to take care of myself. Yeah. That, that's As your uh, brand manager, oh, uh, yeah? I think you should make your website <laughs> kristensucks.com. <laughs> At least really people will remember that. that. Angle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, some people it is refreshing because they're like, oh, yeah, I do just need to like take care of myself and go to sleep and eat three meals a day yeah do you find a lot of people are like oh it just hadn't dawned on me totally that i my routine is uh bad for me or whatever you know yeah Yeah, it's i mean one of the things i have people do before they come see me is i have this intake form where they write you know what they eat every day and what they do every day and they're like oh my god i never think about this like what my schedule is like and what i do and and that's very eye-opening just to sit down and kind of realize what you do every day because uh, we just tend to do it and yeah they're like oh yeah i don't eat real food until like 4 p.m right. <laughs> <laughs> like no wonder i feel bad most of the day uh, uh i was at another local restaurant this week and i'll actually say the name because it was very good uh, we were at function oh, yeah. uh, and had a sandwich that had jalapenos on it so did a friend of mine who was with us and about a third of the w- or two-thirds of the way through the meal he was like hey is that too hot for you the jalapenos on that sandwich is that too hot and I was like, no, it's spicy. Like, I can feel it. It's hurting my mouth. Not hurting, but I can feel the spiciness. And he was like, I can't continue eating this. It tastes good. But I'm my mouth hurts too much. Why do people do this to themselves? And I think of that kind of in the same way. Where it's oh, like yeah. some people are very sensitive to jalapenos and they affect them. And some people, it's like... I, I mean, our friend Zach, uh, who we travel with a lot, uh, he's like, nothing is spicy enough for him, you know? <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. My problem is I'll go to a place like Rush Hour Station uh-huh. and get this the tofu soup with the jalapenos and the thing with the basil on the side, but it's too much for me, like you, because I'm a pepper baby, and I'll <laughs> cut up the jalapenos with my fingers into little bitty pieces uh-huh. and, and drop them into my soup, and then I'll like wipe my eyes. Yeah. And my eyes are burning all the level. Yeah, you there. don't want to do that. No. So but that do does that, that does make me think, though, <laughs> has anyone, Kristen, come to you? And said, like, um, I feel fine. I feel great. But I do have a stress in my life, and it's this enemy that I have. Can you give me something 
for instance, like a jalapeno juice that I can squirt in their eyes or whatever it may be that will burn them or somehow take out my revenge like on them. Like a vengeance them. plan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't had any vengeance <laughs> plans yet. Okay. That's, that's someday. Yeah. Someone will come Maybe to me. someone's listening now who's yeah. going to... That's a different kind of witch. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's when I get older, I think. Yeah. People come to me for vengeance plans, <laughs> and I say, "Here, Here's I've got exactly the thing." Yeah. That's after I've slowly po- poisoned David. Hotbox him with mullen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you Here. like the mullen? I did. Yeah. Uh, I have I have smoked it since. Oh, okay. Once or twice. Uh, I find it very relaxing without feeling, you know, like out of it. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a there is like in herbalism there's things like herbal cigarettes and herbal smoking and it's like cloves like <laughs> cloves <laughs> like delicious clove cigarettes <laughs> but uh that's a thing so yeah do you recommend it for children yes smoking mullen i definitely that's recommend what uh you know, we all know smoking tobacco is bad for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these Philip Morrises out there, they're packing all kinds of carcinogens in those little things. What's the what's the thought with smoking other herbs? Well, we also know a fair amount about smoking cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, not Maybe not as much as tobacco. But um, where does mullen fall in the line of, is this helping me versus is it bad for me? So, I, I think... Uh, you know, the amount that you're having is is much less than, say, like cigarette smoking mm-hmm. or, you know, your habitual cannabis smoker, perhaps. And it is often used medicinally. So if somebody is having respiratory issues, like regular kind of, you know, congestion or like coughing of kind of like, this is when I get into gross <laughs> terminology, sure, yeah, like, a, like a wet cough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they could smoke it to help relieve the cough. But it's not something you would do like every day. Yeah. It's more uh, treatment. And it's after midnight now, so you can say wet cough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The kids are in bed. The kids are in bed, wet cough. Yeah. Uh, one fun thing for kids is you can put herbs in the bath with kids, oh. which we recently made a video about catnip. Uh, did you guys see? I thought it was video, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. And uh, We're just going to plug this project. No, you should. That's why we have people on. Video. Catnip, a video. <laughs> how do we find how that? Do you, how do you find that? Is it on YouTube? It's on Vimeo. Vimeo. Uh, dot com keyword Slash. search catnip and <laughs> yeah. david catnip. And, i mean there's lots of catnip vids i'm sure yeah it's actually there are it's actually hard to find <laughs> we tried right, to well, view this it. Will be, we'll, we'll test just yeah like I tested, run a google uh, test Kristen's, uh website i'm on vimeo.com <laughs> Kristen, um, put a link to it on your website so that all the, the catnip <laughs> yes so if i just put in catnip if you find me and figure out how to spell ayurveda then you can view the catnip video <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's the key uh, I Here's thought that video was great. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it was really, uh, like, I don't know if you've heard this term, but it was like slow TV in, in a way that I like a lot. Oh, it yeah. It was just like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. That's David's <laughs> David's style. <laughs> David's essence, perhaps. Uh, something that uh, moved me recently, uh, at the Russian recording 15th anniversary party, uh, Mark Rice came up and talked to me and we were just chatting about stuff and he brought up that he shared some of my videos old videos with an artist friend of his and it like changed the way that he makes artwork wow and if this was just something that I made in my spare time yeah and um, I don't know if the guy confessed that but Mark seemed to think that he was 
affected. He must have at least talked to the, t- talked to him about it, because I can't imagine him being like, "Yeah, this is totally David Woodruff's <laughs> spare time video <laughs> treatment here." But wow. uh, that was really wild to learn that. And he's like an artist that now teaches at the school that I went to for undergrad for a couple of years. No so, kidding. Yeah, it's like blew my mind. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, any particular videos that you've made? Uh, he said my couch video and um, there's some other one. Sea trash? Maybe. Yeah. But it w- I think he said that this artist, who I won't name in case he gets terribly embarrassed, <laughs> uh, it was more he was l- interested in making the everyday seem really monumental. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I could see where he may have gotten that. Yeah. <laughs> from my slow TV. I what was the one you did a year or two ago with the handbags? Oh yeah. I thought that was great. Oh, bag love. Bag love was that it? I should plug instant gratification film challenge. Oh great! I think yeah. everyone in Bloomington should be participating in. I was yeah that. I was just talking about this last week and how I fail to participate every time, but I also want to every single time, and I just. It's either too late by the time I think about it, or I forget after I've heard the prompt and don't like put the time in, but I really, really want to. Oh it's yeah. such a cool thing. I think they're trying to do first Monday <coughs> of the month screening. And cool. And there's a theme, and you make a movie on the based on the theme if you want to or, or not. It's just a prompt, Look, and you come with a... Found it. <laughs> That's how long it took me to it. find it. <laughs> so, literally, n- not easy to find. It'll only take you ten minutes to find this video. Yeah, but yeah, instant gratification film challenge. Yeah, uh, monthlymoviechallenge.com. Oh yeah, I think is the web URL. It's such a our buddy uh, Eric Ayot and his wife Charlie uh, run that thing, and it's so good. Uh, th- they've played them a few times before the. Um, Cicada Cinema screenings, which I always really like when they pair those together. Mm-hmm. I feel like then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a nice opener for whatever film you're about to see. Delightful. Always feels good. Yeah. Always a delight. If I search Woodruff and Sons, some videos come up, but not Catnip. Mm. <laughs> if I type in Catnip and Woodruff, it does not come up. If I, if I type in Catnip and uh, Instant... Then it comes up. Oh, nice. Catnip and instant. That seems like the vaguest. And that is what gets it. That surprises yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, we got someone on the line. Oh. I don't know what this is. But, oh, sh- okay. Uh, can you uh, turn yeah. up the phone line? All right, caller, you are on the air. Brussels sprouts with caramelized onions and crispy bacon. Fried mac and cheese balls with truffle oil. Buttery jalapeno cornbread, lobster mashed potatoes, Who is this? garlic what? and herb stuffed mushrooms. Do you have a question? Roasted butternut squash with maple glazed pecans, prosciutto wrapped asparagus spears. We miss. Can you repeat that? So- Individual cranberry baked brie puff pastries, Brussels sprouts with caramelized onions and crispy bacon, fried mac and cheese balls with truffle oil, buttery what jalapeno, jalapeno cornbread, cornbread, lobster mashed potatoes, garlic and herb stuffed mushrooms. Roasted butternut squash with maple glazed pecans, prosciutto wrapped asparagus spears. Uh, I, thanks, you, caller. Thank you for the call. I guess, and they were asking about uh, Foods herb, like herbal medicine, or yeah. I don't know exactly. Yeah. 
Which, that, is that the kind of person you get? I think the question. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's Just the social the cantina menu. <laughs> oh. Who who could know? Who you know? knows? Well, thanks, Jared, for patching that through. I we it was the only call we've had all night. I I had to put her through. Roly poly, maybe. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it doesn't sound like their menu. No. Hey, I'll tell you what. What? I'm going to play a song. Oh, brother. And then we'll come back after a brief intermission, and then let's do someone's tarot reading. Oh, boy. How's that sound? You're going to make a ghost sound? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is uh, Steps and Numbers from the Appleseed Cast. Unspoken requests with Jared and Mike. You just heard Crystal Logic by Manila Road. Mike, have you ever heard Manila Road before? That was my first time. Uh, I had not heard the band either until last week, actually, uh, when I heard the news that their lead leader, Mark the Shark Shelton, passed away. July 27th, hmm. but uh, Manila Road was a metal band from Kansas. They were still active. Maybe they still are going to still keep going. How many records do they have? They What's their discography looking like? I'll tell you. Y- you don't have to know it off the top of your head. Starting with 1980s Invasion. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21 albums. Wow. The last one being last year, To Kill a King. A band that I like put out their 25th album uh, this past week, or maybe it's coming out, um, but it was getting some reviews last week, and uh, I was just thinking about what a daunting catalog 25 albums is. It's too many. So at your, at your pace, what age will you be when you have your 25th album? I have no idea. I hope I never make that many. How many albums have you made? I don't have that much to say. You've made f- three and a half. Four albums. First one came out early 2012. 2011. 2011, yeah. So it's uh, four albums in seven years. Uh-huh. So uh, to do... Uh, let's say uh, about 35 more years, you'll be at album number 25. And you're what, 36 now? So when you're 71... I'm 35. Okay, when you're 70 years old or so, you'll have your 25th album. Something to shoot for. Thanks. That's a good goal to have in my life. Seems doable to me. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, you could also double up and do like two in one year if you want to take it easy for a few years. Yeah, that's true. Buy myself some time. Yeah. Take a little break. Rindale, could you bump up the bed music, please? We have the best interns in the biz here at the Unspoken Requests uh, show. I want to thank him for his hard, ser- hard, 
Hard service. Hard service. <laughs> Thanks, Randell, for your hard service. For your rock hard service. If you're just <laughs> joining us, we're joined today by Kristen Lundergan and David J. What's J stand for? David J. Woodruff. Jabroni. I was going to say something clever. <laughs> James. Jabroni. Jabroni sounds good. Jamesy. <laughs> Jamesy. Jamesy. <laughs> David, let's uh, talk about you for a second. Yeah, we should. Oh, cool. <laughs> You're an artist. Sure. A musician. <laughs> <laughs> I first knew you as a musician. Turns out you're also an artist. Yeah. Newsflash. And a gourd you're grower. A, and a gourd. Gourd farmer. I'm, first off, <laughs> I'm, what's I'm a gourd get painted? <laughs> Gourdman first. Uh, Tell me about your art. Influencer. Uh, Is there a national gourd? Maker? Uh, like a, a group, like some kind of a farmer's club or something called the National Gourd. Oh, I'm there sure. Be. Yeah. There's got to be, right? You yeah. should join that. The gourd yeah. Growers? The National Gourd Board. <laughs> gourd, gourd, gourd Board. Gourd Guild. Guild Anonymous. <laughs> I don't, are there, I mean, I know there are different American, names and stuff, but what do you American, got? American gourd, gourd Society. I want National Gourd. That's It's more of a pun, you know? Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Oh, like National Guard. I didn't even get that. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Maybe I'll make it. You should. The National Gourd. (laughs) What pops up here is Alabama Gourd Society. What is America's National Gourd? Can you Google that, Jared? No, but I'm going to read you the homepage of the American Gourd Society of Alabama's uh, website. Why I Love Being a Member of the American Gourd Society by Bob James, past Alabama Gourd Society president. James I love a. being a member of the American Gourd Society, AGS, for several reasons. You have joined with a national group of the best folks in the world, comma, gourd lovers. The AGS <laughs> has supported and published results of health information on gourd working. The AGS represents you to the world, having worked in China, France, and Canada societies. The AGS represents you nationally, supporting movies, newspaper articles, TV shows, and more national activities in the works. The AGS provides web space to your chapter if they need it. The website is a wealth of information on working with gourds. The AGS provides information to anyone who wants to form a new chapter. This is available nowhere else. And that's only halfway through. Last but not least, the best part of being an Alabama Gourd Society member is their quarterly magazine, The Gourd Magazine. Wait, anyone can join, but it's specifically Alabama? Oh. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I was just reading. <laughs> <laughs> it has... It, it, I uh, wondered why you said that racist stuff in there. I didn't know what. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> anyway, the quarterly magazine, The Gourd Magazine, it has it all. Kids' Corner, a gourd decorating contest, interesting articles... These are all, all these words are capitalized now all of a sudden, by the way. Tutorials, amazing photos, and so much more. So, David, you're going to be getting involved in this? Yes. <laughs> David's going to have his own chapter. Of the Alabama Gourd Society. We'll see how long my uh, romance with these gourds lasts. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Just looking at this website makes me think, there's got to be all kinds of stuff on the internet. Oh, sure. I'm looking at their... Uh, their Ghoulie Gourds 2007 Scarecrow Trail uh, mm. 
And it's just like... You know, I think my fascination began when I went with your family, Mike, out to the uh, the, the little aut- autumnal park. What was that place called? What did we do? We went to Lark some Ranch? sort of... Yes. Oh, the maze, the corn maze. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lark Ranch. Yeah. They had some grotesque... <laughs> Warty, warty gourds. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we go out there annually. Take a trip out to the corn maze. Gets better and better every year. I don't think I made it last year. It's good. Yeah, let's go. You guys want to go? You didn't make it through the maze last year. <laughs> He's still <laughs> in still there. there. You should bring your gourds. <laughs> Just gourd juggling. Yeah, you can start your business. What I'm going to do is grab some of their seeds. Yeah. Cross pollinate. Get some of those. Create your ranch. own gourd. David, I'm looking at the uh, 2006 Gourd Show uh, pictures here on this website. If you want some information, I can send you the link. Okay. <laughs> Their Gourd Pirate greets visitors as they enter. Gourd Pirate? Whoa. What do you, ah. what do you see? I can't see it. Describe it. I'm, it's as if I'm a listener on the radio. <laughs> Imagine a pirate, but his face is a gourd. Does he have a parrot? Oh my goodness. Is the parrot a gourd? Wow. His board is a gourd. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the radio. Yeah, something's <laughs> right. not, something gone wrong. Okay. So, David, <laughs> besides gourds, you're a graphic artist, designer. You work yeah. for Joyful Noise Records. We're designing their records, tapes, compact discs. And all the MP3s. What's your favorite format to design for? Oh, actually, probably a record. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's the biggest. I thought he was gonna say wave, wave file. Uh huh. Nope. (laughs) Not it. (laughs) Strictly digital. Uh huh. What's your website? Well, it used to be. We have a new segment on the show where we see how long it takes me an average person to find someone's uh, website as if they were listening at home well if I tell you the address you could just type it in okay let's try that oh davidjwoodruff.com oh that's that was an easy one I Wait. updated it about six years ago okay this is mm-hmm. not secure Uh-oh. yeah I noticed that uh, does anyone know about getting an SSL certificate oh no I think it's just saying that like it has your name next to it, so I think it's just saying like this dude is like kind of insecure. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. You know, I was looking up that band I was telling you about earlier, and Spotify said listeners that like this band may also like insecure men. <laughs> but apparently, that's a, is a band, band name. name. Like but or I took be. It, I yeah. T- yeah, I took it personally either way. <laughs> well, this is a great website, David. Thanks. If you're listening along at home, following along the website at home. There's really nothing on it. But uh, I'm looking at the store right now. What oh do you yeah, see? You can, you can access my great, store. Some great prints. Also not prints. secure. <laughs> do not it's trust it with your, your credit card info. I do miss your original homepage. We'll get that up there. What was that? Uh, it just had a very... It, I showed a lot of skin on my homepage. <laughs> okay. It was a Craigslist photo that David took trying to sell his computer monitor where he was holding I was trying to monitor. give away an old CRT uh-huh. monitor. Yeah. And uh, I just had it on my lap, and the photo was cropped about nose level, so my eyes weren't really visible. You know, I really made myself anonymous <laughs> there. <Yeah. laughs> but everything else 
was visible. Nude. Yeah. Nice. Mostly nude. He was asked to remove it by a former employer. Really? Yeah. Who will not be named. (laughs) They wanted me to have put my best face forward. Yeah, I understand. Instead of his best thighs forward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It really wasn't vulgar. It was just funny. That's good. I like that. No one emailed me about wanting the CRT (laughs) monitor. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. Oh, I'd like to see that photo. Can you tell us about your new calendar that was just released? Oh, yeah, of <laughs> course. Recently had some headshots done for an article in the Limestone Post. And uh, turns out that you can... I, this is not as much of a story, but... <laughs> had those photos taken by Anna Powell Teeter. Who was on the show, on this show. Yeah, a previously. veteran of the show. Uh her little gallery website presents you with some options to purchase your photos as prints and one of them is a calendar so you can purchase my headshots as a calendar (laughs) that's about it I'm going to be doing that straight away I'd like to have one hanging in this room you know I didn't look at the pricing but Mm. I'm probably going to order plenty of them so what's the most you would pay for a 12 month calendar with headshots there's probably four so some of them might be repeats (laughs) There's some like color and then black and white. Oh, nice. Uh huh. Variations month to month. I would pay $45. That's probably about what they run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I always buy my calendars in early February. 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 Uh-huh. Discount. So you get that 70% discount. So um, I'm going to end up paying uh, like $13.50 for this calendar when I. Find your calendar in, nice. the mall, in the mall kiosk. In what February. does a calendar cost? Yeah, is it like fifteen bucks or cheaper than that? I think they. I think the list price on them is what, like twenty bucks. Sometimes I think they're selling the blooming or uh, the 15, Monroe County Bicentennial 10. calendar. I think it's fifteen or twenty. But it's a fundraiser to save the Alexander War Memorial on the downtown square. So go to the courthouse, pick one up. Hey, uh, I don't know how long a tarot reading takes. Oh, I so I brought these cards that David got me. And thought we could just pull some. It's not... I am no professional. Okay, great. No, that sounds yeah. great. I say we... Uh, David has uh, chosen a couple songs. Let's play those songs. Prepare our hearts and minds for the tarot. And then dive into it. What do you guys think Center, about that plan? Yeah. I'm a little nervous. I was always told as a youngster that tarot cards were, were evil. Well, we don't it, have to do it to you. Um, Who told you that? Car man? <laughs> yeah, car man. Yes. You've seen the video. You know what they're doing in the back? They're reading tarot. That's right. It is, that video? it is definitely this evil. This is an herbalist. Video. Yeah. yeah. Wait, She's herbal teas. You're going to turn to a frog. I am who the video is talking about. <laughs> what? I am who the video is talking about. The have witch's seen, invitation. Have you seen this video? I have seen this oh, video. I love it so much. Come on, uh, let's play that song. No, let's not. Uh, right, David's picked out a couple songs for us to play. Let's play David, David's jammers. First? Oh, if By you Girl like Ray. Insecure Men, you're going to love Girl Grey. Uh, from the album Earl Grey comes... A song, the title that I forgot. Tim!
are back. It's Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. It's probably about, what, 2.25 a.m., we'll say. All over the world, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to us once again here on episode 20. That's right. And we're about to dive into a very exciting segment here. The segment where we back announce the music we played. (laughs) What was that song we just heard, David? That song was Dream Queen by Doug and Rusty Kershaw. And as you mentioned before, before that, we heard Don't Go Back at 10 by Girl Ray. And those are the songs you just heard. Wonderful. I like them both. Good job, David. Anytime. Do you want to replace Mike? You got it. All right. Later, Mike. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, wait, we need, you. we need you for the studio help. Because you, oh, you got Randell. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> Randell unlock. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying. Oh, I was saying we're about to dive in now to our. Uh, what would you call this? What is this? Is this mystical? Is this fortune telling? Is this therapeutic? What do we got here? Kristen, how it's would you? all of the above. Okay, great. That's what, we, that's what we need. It's multifaceted. Yes. This has got something for everybody. So, David has purchased a tarot deck for Kristen. Kristen has taken the tarot deck, shuffled it, and laying it on the table. So now what do we do? Now you just grab a card. You just draw one out. If you'd like, you could set, you know, take a moment to kind of set a intention or question before pulling a card. Okay, Jared, can you reach behind you and grab that magic eight ball? <laughs> All signs point to yes. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, I guess that doesn't that answers questions as well. It doesn't give you questions. Eight ball, what's my intention? Where? <laughs> There's not one, Jared. I was just it's radio, so we can kind of get away with anything. <laughs> and I was just goofing and uh, maybe a little too good. I was goofing a little too good. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's get centered here. My hands are sweaty. David, could you own for us? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yes and. <laughs> okay, who's first? Jared, are you going to... I know you're a little f- afraid of this. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Oh, I do. No are pressure. you sure? I need to. We need some different background music. I don't you, want you to you stumble. Go first. Yeah, put something spooky something on. Spooky. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, see what you can find. Talk some more while I find a spooky do, song. Can you, Kristen? What do you know about a tarot deck that you can maybe, for people who are uninitiated? Okay. I've I've been with a friend who was having a tarot reading one one time okay. ever, and that's the only thing I know. And with it was Don a, or? impromptu. No, some stranger. Okay. Yeah, a stranger. It, it was a guy that used to do them at. Um, Global Gifts on Saturday mornings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Katrina and I were walking down the street one time and we saw a sign that was like, tarot readings for tips. So we popped in and she got her reading. Cool. Uh, it was kind of fast. There was a line and it was kind of brief. Mm. But that's my only intro mm-hmm. to tarot. Well, I feel like it's definitely uh, lots of different ways to use it. Um it can be kind of like a meditative tool that you use for yourself. Um, the way that I got into it was by going to see Don and just kind of having this like check-in where I was like, you know, I'm feeling unsure about these things or like, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And she's like, okay, like, let's talk about it. So it's kind of, it's kind of therapy, but with a little bit of magic in there. 
yeah. is how I feel about it most of the time. Okay. You know what? I think it's a good way to think about it. Like oblique strategies. Oh, sure. That's what I think. What's that? That's a... Uh, it's the Brian, Brian Eno, Eno tarot deck. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know that one. Which I love, actually. Yeah. That thing is great. It is kind of just like you pull a card and it's like, you know, what does it mean to you? It's like but a prompt almost. It's a prompt. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like a conversation and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. That's what <laughs> when you said I like that, it made me think of that Garth video. Garth video? This is a conversation. I say, let the conversation begin. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I had no idea what you were getting at. I just know what I'm thinking about. Okay. Give me a sec here. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> if you're listening at home, you can grab anything. Flip it over. <laughs> See what it says. Junk mail. Whatever. Yeah. A plate. Just be intentional. What does it say to you? Okay. How do we begin here? Okay. So once you've asked your very personal question uh, for yourself. Oh, we we need a question. Yeah. Okay. Do we say, speak them? Do we speak them if out loud? If you want to. I think we should have to. <laughs> <laughs> Please share your very personal question. <laughs> yeah. What kind? Of, okay, what's a good example of a of a generic question uh, to ask the universe? You know, like should I don't know. Uh, should I make a new friend today? Okay. Yeah. Great. So wait, we're saying our personal question out loud. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Should I stay at my current job for the rest of my life? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Good. Good one. Wait, that's is it supposed to be yes or no? Or like No, that's great. That's yeah. a really good okay. one. Do I pick a card now? Yeah, go for it. Can you turn off the music a little bit? I'd feel better about that. Alright, it's up. Thanks. You've got the crummiest headphones, trust me. <laughs> we can hear the music. Okay, what have you got? Ooh. What is it? The universe. The Whoa. universe. Wow. Uh, the universe. The universe. That's a pretty good one. Describe what's the on the card. Universe. Could you describe the card to us? Well, there's um, there's a a dancing man on the top. Um, there's a. It's just like a uh, Rorschach test. Kind of, yeah. It's like a uh, a a, 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 a female leg. In high-heeled shoes, and some planets and stars, and uh, a little coil. Do you get any kind of feeling from it in regards to your question? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Nothing. Doesn't say anything to you about whether you should yeah, stay. Yeah, do you feel like it's a yes or a no? Yeah. Mm. The universe. Oh. Okay. All right. Ah. I'm getting it now. The big circle is planet Earth, and the small circle 
is the moon. So what's We're that? all going to go to the moon someday. Okay. So does that mean you need to keep your job and save up? It means I should quit my job, sell all my possessions, and give them to the poor. Okay. All right. This has been very helpful. Sell them and then give them to the poor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Your turn. That's it. Okay. That's what you got. uh, Although Kristen has an interpretation for you. I do have a couple keywords to give you. Um, Not so much from the booklet, but do you want to share those ones, David? Just the meanings. From the instruction book written by David Keenan, it says, The universe, to run wild in it, divinatory meanings, fulfillment, completion, success, possibility, freedom, mm. the full story. But then there are some reverse readings. But we, I don't think it was reversed. Was it not reversed? Oh, how do you know? What's that if mean? If it's upside down. Oh. It may have been upside down. If it was, I flipped it right side up. I ruined the whole thing. <laughs> no, you took control of the universe. That's reverse cool. It totally changes it, yeah. Because reverse readings are endings, compromise, failure, enslavement. Enslavement. Oh, boy. Is this like, are there any cards where you pick it up and it's a beautiful woman, but when you pick it up upside down, it's like <laughs> the old woman? <laughs> you, know, you know those drawings? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? Yes. Here's my question. Yes, Michael. When will my ship come in? And I'm going to draw a card to tell me about when my ship will come in. So, so should I flip it like that? Mm-hmm. Like a door? Like a door. Okay. It's right side up. Okay. That's good. Ooh. What's it say? The ion. The ion. What's the ion? So I believe it's a bird. This one is a bird. It's it's split in two. There's sort of a night side and a day side. Mm. Um, it seems to be nose diving into a rump of something. Uh, a butt, a bottom. Oh, yeah. See what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. A bird in hand is worth two in the butt, I think is what it means. <laughs> <laughs> you like a bird... And you want to fly away, but you don't know where your home is. When will my ship come in? There's some scissors. There are scissors. A there cutting. Are roses. A cutting of cords, perhaps. Yeah. Roses. The scissors are opened, and the flowers, which have been cut, are beneath them. On either side of the bird. This, The duality of this mm. is uh, saying something to me here. Mm-hmm. Because this, the, the whole entire image... The colors are changed, but it's otherwise a perfect mirror. I believe it's also known as, uh, this card is known as the judgment card in other decks, which is very much about, like, scales and, you know, balance. How do you say that? Aeon? 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux. Yes, I think it's (laughs) (laughs) related to that. How come you? How come you don't know what I'm talking about ever? <laughs> when I yell out <laughs> words. <laughs> uh, 
I think David's gonna. Yeah, David, let please, us know. please give me some some guidance. Well, let's guidance. just say that this word's pronounced aeon. Okay, sure. The aeon of the blackbird is the aeon of the spider is the aeon of the childhood. Oh. And there you are again, Noah. Ten oh. by ten. See also the chariot. The bird of the aeon taken flight back down to earth. The times fly like boyhood. Divinatory meanings. Giving up. Giving in. Overindulgence. Nostalgia. Simplicity. Color. Wide open skies. Warmth and comfort. And parents too. Story of my life. Glory stars. Entertainers. Popular song, responsibility, memory, self-love, birthdays, weddings, feast days, Christmas, ring around the fountain. How unlikely the detail is magic and proof. I think the thing there that went the greatest distance for me was when you said entertainers <laughs> because the bird seems to be flying into a, I, I mean, it depends how you want to interpret it. Could be a rectum, could be a taint. Yeah, you're in your song and dance, man. Yeah. Entertaining mm-hmm. the people. Entertaining. I'm entering taint. <laughs> uh, I think that says that I need to... Uh, it doesn't say whether my ship is coming in or not, but it does say I need to maybe examine what I think the ship is and what I what I should be uh, looking for. Com- it, maybe it's come in. Maybe it's already in. Perhaps. And I missed it, and I need to look for it. Then again, maybe it hasn't come in. Perhaps success is now. Here it is. Mm. I'm on the ship. You're on the ship. You're on the ship. Ship came in. Now I'm on it. I've boarded the ship. It's like one of those cruise ships, and you're the entertainment (coughs) that the the people on the ship (laughs) uh, go down into the uh, the hole, and there's a free shrimp buffet and Uh entertainment by Mike Adams. I meant to digitize it and haven't had time yet, but I found an old record that some of my family members made years ago probably in 1984 or 5 and there's a song on it called Rocket Ship to God that's pretty fun that I'd like to play on this show sometime and that just made me think of that being on the ship taking off getting on the rocket ship to God also parents were one of the things that David said my parents are on this record Rocket Ship to God this is really this is really getting somewhere Nice. Crazy. Very successful. Yeah, we did it. That's great. All right, David, are you going to do one? I haven't thought of a question. Maybe it should be about your cords. My cords? Your cords. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, do I need to pursue a chapter of the Gord Guild? Do I? Yes. All right. That's a good question. I don't like to select cards lately for some reason. So Kristen's like, just wave your hand over top until so you your feel some warmth tingles or something. Oh wow! So you have to do sense, it for a long time. It takes the me about forty-five <laughs> minutes, and once my arm falls asleep, then I draw a card. Oh, oh. the, the hierophant. The hierophant. This looks like two figures. They look kind of like they're wearing Mayan clothing. Do you see any gourds? Um, the shapes at the top could very well be gourds. I think they're doves, but they are kind oh, of... Oh, they are ugly. gourdish. They're ugly doves. I had already forgotten about my gourd intention when I was looking at this card. What's There's a hierophant? 
I believe it's like the master or like like wise. Uh, like being young hierophant. Yeah, I just never knew what the word meant. Like hierophant flux. Jared was like listening. An that was very funny. You would wear. <laughs> Can you describe the card to us, David? Uh, I was trying, but okay. the two figures are holding hands, and they're they have the other hands on their hips, and they're facing outwards. And there's a circle star in the center, and uh, they have bell bottoms. They look like David Bowie's, kind of. Okay, here. Uh, is the reading it? I feel like you're really good at reading them, though. Read no, it to you just all right. What do we got? A thing with no limits previously is given by a name by the hero font. We're, we're playing young hero font. Oh, hero nice. font in the background right now. What is the nature of the hero fantic task? What does not change? Is the will to change? A priest is someone who gives name to the mysteries, who speaks its words. First to that, those who follow after can understand something that before was opaque because it had not been spoken into existence by the correct speaker, worder, priest, or hierophant. The angels that touched us on the head before we were born were the letters of the hierophant and joyous conjugation as words, which now are spoken for as sentiments organs essentialist then is the progeny of the speaker of names gods in the making oh uh what are the divinatory meetings oh there's plenty please tell us payment of a debt evolution aesthetics of love and wisdom goodness generosity dispenser of blessings artistic ability order temporal power strength teacher student relationships leading by example scientific discovery you're listening in wfhb scientific discovery that seems like a that's the david gord you're running some experiments here you're trying to figure out if you should open yourself up to other scientists criticisms botanists botanists gordists Gordonists. I don't see Gordists in here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mirror of Possibility is capitalized. Oh. I want to know what's on their chest going down to their pubis. Sacrum. Hmm. It's like a heart and ribs thing, but it goes all the way down to the yeah. pelvic region. It's probably about some connecting your heart with creativity or uh, something of that sort. I'll say, I bought this deck because it's this illustrator Sophie Hollington because it, it looks cool. Yeah, it's it beautiful. But uh, normally when Kristen reads it, reads meanings that she finds they're, they're pretty uh, they're less open to interpretation. Oh. I mean, they're very open to interpretation, but they uh, make sense grammatically. And oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're this, less meandering. Yeah, this booklet is very different than most of uh, the descriptions. It is more of just a meandering <coughs> stream sort of, of consciousness yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But if anything, again, check out this here font, man. Yeah. It's Andrew Horton. It's Andrew Do you know Horton. Him? You know him? Horty uh, Pie? Horty Pie. Yeah. It's cool. his band. It's a great record. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it is really cool. Uh, Do you guys do readings at home? I do. Uh, yeah. When I come out to hang out on the porch, She'll have the cards, and she's like, you have to draw now. (laughs) 
gotcha. Which, I mean, I would like, but I don't want to learn something about myself at that time of the day. When would you prefer reading? Yeah, when did, when, what time of day is that? That's like 10, 11 a.m. A.m., okay. Do you do a daily reading, Kristen? I do tend to draw a couple mm-hmm. of cards in the morning. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be into it as mm-hmm. well. Normally, it does kind of, it does seem pretty uh, on point. Yeah. And sometimes to to the extent where I don't want that to know that. It's like, all right, cards. I really didn't need to think <laughs> about that this morning. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Rude I have dudes. a deck uh, that is a cat tarot deck that's uh-huh. all cat themed <clears throat> that a friend sent me. The uh, booklet is all in like cat speak, so that really oh, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense to me as a cat person. Furry, it's also known as furry. <laughs> furry. Uh, yeah, that's probably my other favorite deck right now. Um, Don sells many decks, so it is kind of like this idea of finding the deck that is of your personality. Oh, interesting. Because mm-hmm. there's lots of people making them now. Uh, there are tarot decks, and there's something also called oracle decks, which are more open to interpretation and less based on the uh, traditional tarot. Okay. Where does that come from? Do you know? You know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure either. Yeah. Speaking of Ancient. cats, that brings us to our next uh, question for the both of you. Uh, tell us about Smoosh the cat. He's our cat. Okay, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we have two cats. Our other cats get very much ignored. Uh but that's okay. She's not as cool as Smoosh. Do you have anything you want us to share about Smoosh, David? Like lately, how Smoosh? What's Smoosh been up to? He's been uh, summering in the Zappos, <laughs> which is to say, in the summertime, he sits in a box. Yeah, the Zappos box. <laughs> the Zappos box. Uh, that's yeah. what it was. Lately, actually, he's been summering in the Amazon. To be honest, okay. but, I think yeah. <laughs> but I think that. Uh, Amazon owns Zappos now, so maybe oh. it's all the same place. Oh, when you said Zappos, you're talking about the shoe company. Of course. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Zappos was the potato chip company. The Grippos. Oh, Grippos. That's Zaps. <laughs> Not Grippos. Zaps? Oh. Zaps. Isn't there a chip oh, yeah. called Zaps? Like yeah. two peas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Not Grips. Or Grippos. Grippos. Or Graps. They come in a box. Zaps. You know, summer is in the... Me man? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of me man. You, yeah, when you talk about bags, he summers he, in the grippos. Summers in the Funyuns bag. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Whatever happened to that guy? Maybe one day we'll cross paths with him again. That's a different franchise. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Different crossover. World. Different universe. <laughs> is <laughs> is me man canon <laughs> <laughs> to WFHB's? So what do you guys think about there being four pickleball pickleball courts in this new switchyard park, but only one basketball court? Wow. That's interesting. And an 8,000-seat amphitheater. 8,000-person I want to know who decided that. Yeah. Who is someone who loves pickleball. Yeah, someone really into pickleball. Sport of the future. Apparently. Aren't uh, old folks into pickleball, mostly? Older folks, seniors. No. You know these baby broom, <laughs> broomers, <laughs> baby broomers. broomers. These baby broomers, <laughs> these uh, <laughs> night janitors who are babies. These baby broomers, uh-huh. thirsty for entertainment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you read the? Have you heard of these stats about uh, 
you know, these baby boomers are going to be, you know, passing on senior citizens. They are becoming senior citizens. Yeah. They're going to need a place to play pickleball is the point. Yeah. So it makes sense, I guess, now that, we've, now that we talk about it. Is basketball a sport of the future? I don't think so. Uh, it's still I just a good feel sport like there. basketball is something you can play just about anywhere. What? You know, it's really my favorite sport. I love it when they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name of pickleball. Speaking of pickle, that's the name of your other cat that's not Smoosh. That's, yeah, the one that goes... Is that what made you think of that? No, I only care about Smoosh. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, Pickle. That's understandable. I generally, to be honest, this is a controversial opinion. I'm not, like, crazy about cats. We have to go. Let's get out of here. I think they're fine. But my point is, I like Smoosh. I think Smoosh is cool. He's a good cat. Yeah. As someone who doesn't like cats... Yeah. What is it about cats you don't like? Their serene vibe. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. It's mostly my. My. It's. It's me. Not. It's not. It's not them. It's me. It's my. Their ancient wisdom. My allergy to cats. Uh. And that's about it. How are your allergies around opossums? You mean possums? <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't. I probably not as bad. So if David becomes possum boy around town, I'll still hang out with him. Good. That'd be cool to see you on your recumbent bike. Uh, there's a opossum on the front of it hanging by its tail, just swinging there. They're marsupials, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, are they? You should know that, David. I yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because they got them pouches. They do have them pouches. <laughs> what are you gonna put in there? They keep their little naked babies in there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you got to keep something there for like a sleight of hand yeah. trick that you're gonna do. Uh, maybe some. Chips. No, I was thinking something along those lines, <laughs> but not chips. What do you think? Like uh, animal crackers. What do you reckon? It the sensation of having a marsupial pouch is like. Like a skin sack on like, your body. Is it? Is it like? Uh, does it feel like when you put your finger in your ear and it's like no big deal, or is it like sensitive? <laughs> I wish I knew, but I was circumcised. I understand. <laughs> That's on the radio. <laughs> Forever. It's after midnight. Forever. Archive.org. <laughs> now people are going to be left guessing uh, whether it's true or not. That's right. Mm. Yeah. You know, anything goes, yes, and... Uh, uh, I mean, we all have holes Yeah. that things can go into. But they have various sensitivities. That's true. Yeah. I would guess the pouch has very little sensitivity. You think so? I mean, I would hope. But the babies are in there, so it seems to me like it might be evolutionarily beneficial for it to be somewhat sensitive. So you're like... How snug is that flap? Yeah, or like, what's going on with these babies in here? I'm their mother, I need to know. I would think more so just like, they're in there. They're just in there. They're, yeah. You know they're protected, like, they're inside. Yeah, you. I just know they're in there. I don't want to like feel them like doing their thing in there yeah like scratching around yeah does it just feel like it's a pocket in your jeans it's like your watch pocket it's full of babies <laughs> <laughs> i, I just know. imagine the pouch is like a butt pouch if i said that if i ever rubbed a genie out of a lamp that'd be one of my three wishes i wish to know somehow the true sensitivity and the true f- essence the feeling what it feels like for a man 
to have a marsupial pouch. That'd be my wish. I should. Oh, okay. I, would I know what I need to do. I would wish for more. <laughs> I know what I need to do here. I would okay. get really specific with that question when you ask that genie. <laughs> I'm going to ask the tarot deck right now. Okay. What's the sensitivity like of a marsupial's pouch? The physical sensation of a marsupial pouch. What's that called in reverse? Lust. Lust in reverse. Oh, yeah, lust in reverse. <laughs> which is about like self-doubt, I believe. Lust in reverse. Where's that? You may look it up on your phone. That is telling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got it. I don't think it's good. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. You don't think it's good? No. Well, I mean, the question is somewhat neutral. That's true. I just want to know what it feels like. Yeah. Lust in reverse. What are the divinity? I would say lust in reverse is like a fam- familial. Yeah, or like it's just like a leathery mm. bag. Mm. It's like a handbag. It's like having a messenger bag on, hanging in the front of you. There's nothing. Bad. There's nothing erotic about having. A yeah. Yeah. Skin yeah. That's it yeah. Is the opposite of erotic. Yeah. Good. You guys are great at this. Oh, get this. Reverse readings. So-called animal instincts. Whoa. Mindless passion. Overpowering. All devouring madness. Infantilism. Gosh, really? Yeah. I mean, that's what's in there. Possession. Wow. Re- revulsion. Think about a possum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about a possum's marsupial bag. Also, all talk and no action. That could be a reverse mean reading of, wow. of that card. Well, yeah. I'm satisfied. This is all there talk. I am We're satisfied. not really getting anywhere with this being able to try it. Like having a genie. It's a lot like having a genie at our disposal. Lust in reverse. Dang. Hey, guys. What's up, Jared? I got some bad news. Oh, no. What up? We're almost out of time. These two hours Uh, have really flown by. They really have. David, are you awake? Hmm? Hello? Hmm? Thank you for being here. It's a bit of a strange thing to do, but it's fun to formally hang out with our friends in this weird way. It's been great. This is the only way I want to hang out with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Me too, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kristen. Jared. Chris, radiant. Radiant health. Ayurveda. Ayurveda. All one word. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your website. People can find you there. Find out about the great work you're doing. Thank you. The Lord's work, as they, as as they I say. I say. As you yeah. say. <laughs> the Dark Lord? The Dark Lord's work. Yeah. And David, you're at D- David. Oh, gosh. David, you're David. You're David at DavidJWoodruff.com. Jamesy Woodruff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> DavidJWoodruff.com. You can also find your work on Discogs.com. See all the album covers and albums you've played on or made the artwork for. And if you send me an email, I'll send you that picture of him with the computer. Oh, oh thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Got to withdraw it from your spank bank first, though. <laughs> you deposited in an email. <laughs> uh, hey. You got a song for us, Jared? I do. Take us home. We got to go. We'll be here in another two weeks. An unspoken request with Jared and Mike. Here's the chains.